Just want to warn our viewers out there listening to the PatCast radio that um, we use some pretty heavy and explicit language during this episode of the PatCast. I just want y'all to be forewarned. Also, on another side note, we do spoil 30-year-old movies on this. So if you haven't seen Planet of the Apes or Rocky IV or any of these movies that are, you know, pretty old, you should also probably cover your ears. I don't want you kids and ladies and gentlemen getting spoiled out there. I don't want you crying to us, sending us angry tweets, angry emails, angry Facebook messages, texts. Well, you probably don't know our numbers, so you probably can't text us. Just keep it at bay. This is this is your spoiler alert. So just you know, calm down out there, folks. I was like, I want the Colts to win by forty every game. Really, that to me is the most entertaining way to watch a Colts game. I want to see an absolute dominant performance. If I'm watching two teams I don't give a shit about, if I'm watching like Steelers Ravens, yeah, I'd love to see it go to overtime. Because I don't care about either of them, and yeah. I'm there to basically be entertained. I, I'm the opposite. I don't. I don't. <clears throat> I'm. I'm. I wouldn't say the complete opposite, but I don't follow pro football as much. But I watch college football right. a little bit more. So, like the Hurricanes, for instance, I would love them to be playing because Florida State's a rival. Yeah, you know, major rival. I would love for them to be playing a game against Florida State where it's back and forth, and I don't know who's going to win. But ultimately, of course, I want the Canes to win. Sure. But I really just want it to be I, – I do not like blowouts. Mm-hmm. I like a really close game that, that has me on the edge of my seat. Because if, you know, for instance, the Colts are up by 30 at halftime, you're like, well, fuck, they're easily going to win this game. Why am I going to watch the second half of the game? Yeah, but that second half is the best part of the game because well, you're just watching some I, team they're playing just I don't wallow. Know. I, just, I, love, I guess I love that edge-of-your-seat feeling where you're like, fuck, man, you know, like who's going to win this game? You know? Yeah. I don't know. I, just, I love that. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. Come have a blast. Step on the gas. Smack a giraffe is the podcast. Come talk fast. Pass some gas. Make it last. Hello and welcome to the PatCast. I'm Patrick, your host. We've got season eight here of the PatCast. We're on our eighth season, celebrating the eighth anniversary of the PatCast, going back eight years. Can you believe that? We're in 80 episodes in eight years. It's a big, it's a big deal. It's like 10 a year. It sounds like we've been consistently productive. <laughs> it sounds like we have. Of course, that's not true at all. We yeah. do one, one per month well, with a two, two month uh, well, off let's season. Not ruin it for, let's not ruin the illusion. Oh, you're right. I, I'm <laughs> always bitching about pulling back the curtain. I, I, I don't know about Oh, my gosh. We've got a great uh, group of guys here on the Pat panel today. To my left, we've got Tyler Mullins. Hello, Tyler. Pee pee. Across from me, we've got Kevin Morse, Dr. Moe. How are you, Dr. Moe? What? What? Dr. Mo sitting next to Dr. Mo is another famous doctor. Hi, I'm Craig. Well, this is confusing to me. <laughs> I'm on board. <laughs> I am on board. I thought it was Dr. Kenny Sheltonov. Apparently, no. it's Craig. No, it's Dr. Kenny Sheltonov. I... You know, many people have called you Sometimes Craig. Sometimes I go by Craig. Yeah, a lot of people have called you that throughout the years on the show. It's a nickname that popped up years ago. I don't yeah. want to talk about it. Well, which nickname would you prefer? Would you prefer Greg? No, I'll go by Doug. What? <laughs> Greg Sheldon. I get called Greg as often as I get called Dr. Kenny Shelton. In my life. What about what about Gary? <laughs> that's uh, uh, now that's a name I haven't heard in a very long time. 
Well, maybe we could make it. I mean, Gary. Let's uh, let's, let's revive the Gare Bear. Gare, <laughs> Gare Bear. Well, he's the love expert. <laughs> One of my least favorite people on earth is named Gary. I don't want to go by Gary. <laughs> Gary the love expert? That's he's, one of your alter he's no egos. Love expert. What? You're you're Gary though. Right. Your alter ego, Gary. He's a love expert. Let's move on. <laughs> we've spent too much time on our introduction. We're here. still on it. Um we've got a topic at large here today that we are gonna talk about. Uh worst the worst movies we've ever seen. Oh. In our lives. Okay. A lot of us here, you know, are somewhat movie buffs, maybe some more than others. We've seen plenty of movies. Over one million films have been seen by all of us combined. Easily. Yes. <laughs> Easily. Are you sure it's not two? I'm pretty sure. Are there sure. two million movies? Uh, Pornos do not count. No, they count. <laughs> of course they count. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, yeah, we're pushing three. <laughs> so, I know some of Kevin's... Uh, worst movies he's ever seen he can't stand the, the sight of them the thought of even bringing them up just really you have a just, whole list of movies like this just really pulls his pulls his uh his leg hairs there's, there's a few there's a few i blame patrick for one of them for sure sure maybe even two i'm well, sure there's the more. hot rod I'm sure there's and... more oh no no, no. hot rods hey, brother solomon we, hot, those two <laughs> no, i like brother solomon okay. hey listen we're not those those are those are we're saving those for the best movies we've ever seen <laughs> so hold that we took a vote earlier and the consensus was that those were the top two so tyler had never seen brother solomon i saw it opening opening night in the theater i was the only season. one in the theater um tyler however we're at walmart Shortly after the release of this movie, he sees the DVD, and I don't even really... All I have to do is show it to him. I don't have to say anything. He bought it solely on the cover. You know, a smiling Will Arnett and a smiling Will I was going to say, I've never seen the movie, but I've seen the DVD cover, and, yeah. I, and I hate that as much <laughs> as anything. It's probably my least favorite like, How could you possibly DVD hate cover. that? Oh, We can talk uh, about that later. Worst DVD covers, because I definitely have one Oh, well, I've got one. my it's answer, awful. although we've already talked about it. Well, we'll, get to, we'll save that one for later. Worst okay. DVD cover you've ever seen. All right, so Kevin, I do want to start with you because we've already, I've already said, I've already pretty much started this by saying I know what yours are. So why don't you go ahead and reveal, or just say, do one at a time. We'll talk about the first one, and we'll talk about another one. Okay. Right. Um, well, this all happened when uh, we were living down in, or when I was living down in Florida with a uh, good old Pat Mahoney here. Um, <laughs> that's not his name. <laughs> uh, no, that's not my name, sir. Patrick Mahan. Yeah, that's it. Okay. I meant Patrick Mahan. Um, and, and you would think it was a movie I had seen growing up loving Nintendo and like all the all the different things about it. You know, you, you got Metroid, you got Kirby, you got you got Link. Where's my Metroid movie, by the way? <laughs> yeah. Where's he my Kirby works. movie? <laughs> You've got Donkey Kong, but I'm waiting still waiting for a Duck Hunt movie. And, of course, Duck Hunt. But, I mean, of all the beloved Nintendo characters, you've got, of course, Super Mario Brother, Super Mario and his brother Luigi. Yeah. And they decided to make a movie out of this. I don't remember when it came out, but I missed it. I missed the boat. 1991? I'll say 91 or 92. Okay. So they were trying to capitalize on the you know late 80s nostalgia of, of Super Mario Brothers. And since I didn't watch it then, I don't know if they really ca captured it then. I was a little older then, so I just didn't catch it until, you know, the last... 2009. Five, 2009, <laughs> yeah, 2010, somewhere around there. It was 1993. Oh, okay. So it came out in '93. I thought I had to be a little older because I specifically remember seeing the big like poster for it, like a big cutout at a movie theater, like a big to do about it. And I was just like, "Oh, Mario Brothers, that's a cool movie." I never, but I never saw it till years later either. Yeah, much, much later. What was that movie even rated? Do you have that pulled up? 
PG it, probably. It was PG. Ray. I guess it had to be. But I feel like it was like R or something for some no, reason. No, there's no way it was R. <laughs> Doesn't have it on Wikipedia. Because Nintendo wouldn't allow a movie, like a Super Mario Brothers movie, to be rated R. That's true. I don't know why when I was younger I thought it was like supposed to be some sort of cutting edge like take on the video game. Yeah. Like a... It was a different take on the video game. Maybe not cutting edge. <laughs> like a, at least as far as... Like Land of the Lost or like Green Hornet or something? Where it's sure. Like a, I liked Green Hornet. I know, but it's like an adult oh. remake of... Oh, okay. Like a TV show or something. So I guess my problem with it... I'm not... Did I watch it with you and uh, Earl Babbage, right? Yes. Okay. So was was uh, was Mr. Earl. Lurie there? Mr. Earl? <laughs> it could be. He possible. may have been. Could were we be. at Scott's apartment? Yes. We okay. Were at Scott's. We, we were watching it and we're like, hey, let's watch this. Like, all right, I'll give it a try. It just from the get. I honestly, it's. I don't even remember. I, I've tried to block it from my memory. I don't even remember like how the movie went. I just remember that the Goombas were actual <laughs> like fucking people. Sorry. You can say that. Okay. With like what? This is XM Radio. <laughs> what are you doing? You can say whatever. Don't have to censor you yourself. <laughs> With small heads. I'm yes. sorry. Goombas were little mushroom characters in the original game, and then. King King Koopa or Bowser, I'm not sure which one he went by in the movie, I can't remember now, was Dennis Hopper, who's a great actor, but it's a like it's a dragon slash dinosaur in the video game and it just didn't it didn't translate well for me. Okay, that's a weird gripe though to make about a movie like that, because when a movie deviates that far from the source material, could you really like get upset about it being inaccurate? Because they're clearly not trying. At no point in that movie did they try to make Koopas, or did they try to make Goombas look like mushrooms? I, I mean, they went I get, a completely different direction. I guess I get that, but I just I have I mean I just couldn't picture them being anything else, so that's why I had a problem with it, I guess. And I mean, and, and I, I, honestly, at this point, I can't even speak on the plot because I honestly don't remember what happened. I think I just tuned out probably thirty minutes into the movie because I was like, "What the hell is this? What am I watching?" I think it was a little confusing. Mm -hmm. I, the plot I just, is confusing. I don't remember either, but. I, I, it is confusing. I, I just, I yeah, it's for me, it's awful. Now I'm, I, I won't go on to another one. Never mind. That that one's that one's. I I, I don't. Any like other thoughts one. on the Super Mario Bros. movie? Apparently, Dan Castellaneta uh, narrated it. Vo even... Voice of Homer Simpson. Wow. Oh, okay, okay. It just for for me, it was because because I've watched movies that I liked when I was younger that I've seen since I've been older and and they didn't really like hold up very well. This one I was watching for the first time, you know, as I was older, and I was just like, nope. You as a video game fan, though, and a movie buff, I am surprised that you hadn't seen it sooner. Yeah, I don't know why I hadn't seen it. I mean, there's, you know, a lot of times people that, you know, know that I like movies a lot, they'll, you know, once people find that out, like new people that I'm meeting, they'll be like, well, have you seen this? Have you seen that? Have right. you seen, you know, and inevitably it's always there's always one of those movies that I haven't seen that somebody mentions. Just because I enjoy movies a lot doesn't mean I've seen it everything there is out there that happens know? to me a lot because i do watch a lot of movies mm -hmm. but i don't see a lot of like blockbusters yeah because they just a lot of them just aren't interesting yeah. to me for whatever reason so when i talk about when i mention like i'm big into movies i get people asking me about all these blockbusters and like, i haven't seen that i haven't yeah. seen that and they're just like you haven't seen shit and i'm just like i you know i think it's all relative it's all relative to what you enjoy and what first of all like. there's a lot of movies well yeah that there's that too i mean i was born in 1988 you know how many movies were made before that that i have to catch up on like, there's a lot. a lot of movies to watch yeah do you know what the budget was on super Rainbow? 
90. I'm going to go with. Okay, no, so, no, 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 no. That way off. 48 million. Yeah, I was, I was so there's like a string. It made 21. Okay, so there's like a string of movies. 48 million, it made 21. So it bombed. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> so there's a, there's another movie. And it, I think it's just the. Um, that remind me of, I guess, you can just tell that time period of like either the graphics or the costumes or. Just the weird absurdity. What's that movie? And it's got a simple title, and I'm not even gonna gonna name it. But it's got the uh, villain from Ferris Bueller, the principal, and it. Howard the Duck. Nope, not okay. Howard the Duck. You said they go. Title. It's like it's like him and his wife go to space. John Lovitz is the uh, is the bad guy. They go to Saturn, I believe. They're driving their they're driving their their car through space, <laughs> but the gra- but the graphics and stuff remind me so bad of it came out like the early '90s and it reminds me of Super Mario like just something about it. It's like well, I can pinpoint that's like '92, '91, '92. Yeah. I think you can pinpoint a lot of movies based on the uh, CG effects yeah. because yeah. Mom and Dad Saved the World. <laughs> that's the movie. That's the movie. Have you seen it? Uh, no, I've I've never even heard of it. It was I've on never, TV. It was on TV the other day, okay. and that's the only reason why it's in my head. I'd never seen it either, and I was like, "Why are they even showing this? This yeah. is this is really really bad." <laughs> and and really I think bad. that's the problem. With Looking even... at the screenshots though, and what the <laughs> fuck is this movie? <laughs> what does it have on IMDb? We need the IMDb rating. Uh, I'll tell you why you thought it reminded you of uh, Super, Super Mario Brothers. Brothers. Yeah, exactly. That's because the there's fucking those Goombas little, in it. Yeah, those little things came up and started like yeah. started like attacking like the there's, guy. There's these little mushroom creatures that look so like they've Goombas. Got the Goombas. That's right. a more that accurate movie. Goomba. Yeah, <laughs> they've got the more accurate Goomba. Like that's a very accurate Goomba. <laughs> and I think like if if you if you go back and if uh, just to touch on Super Mario Brothers again, if it had come out like later, if, like if it come out today, you'd be able to have like a CG Bowser and a CG Goombas and the Koopas. Be a little bit more realistic, yeah. Than having like people play them. Like there was just no way to probably really do that back then. Right. And I, I mean, I, I recognize that, but it just shouldn't have been done if you couldn't do it the right way. Right. I guess. Yeah, um, I don't think I've ever heard of this movie. IMDb rating three point eight. It's got to be less than that. There's no way it's that high. Five point two. How what? in the world is it that high? It's got to be like a cult class. That's IMDb nostalgia. Are That's a little you bit, can't use. It's true. Yeah. They're a little people bit. rank because nobody's gonna rate this movie three stars. They're gonna rate it one star, or they're gonna rate it like seven stars or right. eight stars. You need usually like a um, like actual critics to rate it because average people are not going to give a movie sort right. of in between. They either love it or hate it. Or right? Do you know maybe how to pull give up, it a five? Do you know what, how to pull up what now has the lowest rating? Because I know at one point it was Troll Two until that became a cult thing. Um. I'll try. I mean, they have the top 200 on there, which I know that yeah. for a while Shawshank was at the top, and then it was followed by Godfather. Shawshank. Shawshank. Redemption. Um, it was funny because, like, <laughs> during during that whole, those two people who escaped from the New York prison, and I kept, like, people kept referencing it to Shawshank, kept referencing it to Shawshank, and I was like, okay, I get it. They escaped from prison just like Andy Dufresne did in Shawshank. Yeah, let's talk about Shawshank right now in the uh, worst movies of all time. No. Can we talk Can we talk about it? Um. No. <laughs> um, it's Kevin's favorite movie, by that the way. Is, yeah, that's, that's your favorite movie? Spoiler. Oh, yeah. It's not even the best movie in 1994. You're going to say Pulp Fiction or Forrest Gump is better? Well, I'm not going to say Forrest Gump is better. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to say Pulp Fiction is better. No. You're wrong. The bottom 100, the There's worst no one, I think I, I think I heard about this happening, is Saving Christmas. The Kirk Cameron movie from last year. Oh, That's true. Oh, well, that I just happened. Yeah, yeah, so that just happened. happened. Yeah. It was like Dark Knight was number one as soon as it came out. Like, 
Well, Troll 2 was there for a while. And I made Kevin watch that too that same year. And Kevin left halfway through. That's true, but then I did end up watching it again later. Yes. I think it was on um, Netflix. It was on Netflix, and then I, I'm not sure if I watched that or Best Worst Movie first. Yeah. Well, if you haven't seen the documentary about it, that I have thing. I've seen both. While I'm talking oh, to the okay. general okay. listeners, that thing is fantastic. Yeah, yeah it's, that's it's really. It's good so. It's very. It's it's. I mean, it's it's better than the movie. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, it's a well, well, well. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> which isn't hard, I guess. Yeah, but it's the per. Well, to me, Troll Two is one of the things that it's it's so bad it's good. I mean, there's not even a troll in the da- in the movie. There's not one single troll <laughs> in the movie. Yeah. But. It's it's the bad lines. It's just they're in a town that's called Goblin, spelled backwards. I mean, there's a whole list. Yeah, Nilbog. It's like there's a whole list of things about this movie that make it. It's 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 great. No, in its weird way. Right. Produced. It was produced under the title Goblins. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know why they attached it to the original Troll. It's not even like that movie was... Well, why wouldn't you, Patrick? you got to hit your... <laughs> yeah. you got to hit yeah, your car to the fastest horse. don't know how to speak English. Yeah, yeah. To... The director didn't even know how to speak, like, full English. To give their, you know, direction <laughs> to all these American actors, you know. I, I, I loved the fact that, that what, you know, the dad was like, he's a dentist, he's a dentist. in real life. Yeah. And, like, yeah. he still practices dentistry. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that, to me, is great. Mm-hmm. Have you ever I, seen Troll? The original? Yeah. Nope. But there's well, somebody in it who's fairly Sonny Bono. Oh wow! wow. <laughs> he's not the lead. No, he's I not. He's. I thought there was a girl in it though that was like relatively famous at least at one point. You know the main character's name in Troll? No. Harry Potter. What? I am not shitting you. <laughs> the main character in Troll. It's a junior and a senior, a dad and a son. Harry Potter. Wow. Yeah. Wow. No shit. That's and weird. that was well before the book. Oh yeah. Well. <laughs> well before that's what interesting that? Troll. Yeah. oh yeah what the first book came out in what 94 94 no, really it Sorcerer's was early Furnace came out in, I mean Sorcerer's Stone came out in what did you say I said Sorcerer's Furnace <laughs> I meant Philosopher's Stone there's another Sharon another Stone. bad bad movie <laughs> Sorcerer's Apprentice Julia, Julia yeah. Louis-Dreyfus is in it that's oh, it really? see I knew there was someone in but it she's oh, pretty yes. far down the billing list yeah she was in it uh, before Seinfeld yeah, but uh, but during SNL, she was on SNL. Yeah, okay. um, ninety ninety seven. What? First Harry Potter. Okay. Tyler, any any movies that you consider to be the worst you've ever seen besides Sorcerer's Apprentice? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Room. Oh, The Room. Can't Here's the thing that. about these movies: like when you get a movie that's so bad, it it doesn't like matter. Troll too. Yeah, but it does. You don't have to see. If you had seen Troll Two in a vacuum, like if you had picked it off a DVD shelf, you knew nothing about it. You didn't know about its reputation or anything. You would still enjoy that movie for how bad it is. Oh yeah, it's not a level of bad where other people have to tell you to mm-hmm. watch it. Ironically, you mm-hmm. would do that anyway. Naturally, yeah. the room's the same way. Yeah, if you saw the room and you didn't know anything about its reputation, you would immediately start laughing at how yeah. terrible it is. Because, I mean, there are, see, because there's, it's the difference between, you know, it's like X-Pac heat, right? Yeah. Like, there's bad movies that are hilarious, and then, yeah. but, like, on a natural level. Sure. Nobody needs to tell you to watch Troll 2 because it's so bad it's good. Yeah. If you watched it, you would know. Yeah. So, as soon as it starts, you'd know. Truly bad movies are the ones that are, like, unwatchable. Right. You can't find any redeeming value in like it. Like Geely. Which is my answer, Overboard. 
Overwatch, mm. the worst <laughs> fucking movie oh, ever. I wish Matt put was here too. Though. Though. Oh my god, Matt would defend it's, it. Oh, I will, oh, I will too. Worse, Matt and I will defend it's a lot of the same movies. Unwatchable. No, it's unfuck watchable. <laughs> unfuck. Un- I think I here. Okay, so it's definitely not like a great movie, but a lot of movies. It's that, the exact opposite. <laughs> a lot of movies that I defend that are like that are ones that I like. We had on VHS when I was younger. Yeah, and I would watch them like over and over again. And we had a lot of movies, so it's not like we only had like three movies, and I only had these three movies to watch. We had a lot of movies, right? I, for some reason, I just really like. I thought it was hilarious when I was younger, and right. in in defense of what you're saying, I have not watched it probably in the last like ten, eleven, twelve years. Neither have I. So <laughs> maybe I would find it probably not, it, it, you know, be as uh, a you know abhorrent as you as you apparently are about it. But yes, uh, but I probably wouldn't have it. It probably wouldn't be as redeeming. Which Willow is one of those ones that did not hold up for me. I just I. I watched it when I was younger. What? I watched it when I was younger. I watched it when I was younger, and then I watched it within the last couple of years, and I was like, this is awful. It's Willow. Oh, I'm upset that when I type in Willow to Wikipedia, it goes to a tree and not, <laughs> and not the movie. Not the masterpiece. Not the, okay. With what's his name? Warwick Davis? Yeah, Warwick, Warwick Davis. Davis. Warwick Val Kilmer's Davis. in this. Val oh, Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Yeah. He's, uh, he's like the hero, basically. Yeah. Past Willow. Yeah. Dieter but, uh, von Kunt himself. It, yeah. It just didn't... Directed by Ron Howard, by the way. What? Yeah. Wow. You just bashed a Ron Howard film. Well, that's, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not Super Mario Brothers. Who directed bad, Overboard. But... Yeah, they can't all be uh, Apollo 13. Yeah. Our beautiful mind. Yeah, I just it didn't hold up for me. So I, I don't hate it. It just didn't... I had a much fonder memory of it from when I was younger. It was no Wraith. I gotta say, the no 80s are taking a hit in this podcast. The 80s are taking a hit. <laughs> and early 90s. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's... Wraith is another one that's... Well, for you, I never saw it until you, but I was just like, well, this is... It's not even that it's bad. It's it's obviously of its time. Right. Have you ever seen The Wraith? No. Charlie Sheen? Yeah. From like, 86? No, and I know Ron Howard's brother? And <laughs> and the, oh, yeah, Clint. Right. No Clint. one ever knows about this no, the only, and movie. Before I showed it to Patrick, the only... And I've asked I, so many people even since, and the only person who had heard of it was Matt. Yeah, Matt was the only one. He, he, and he was, knew exactly what it was. Yeah, I yeah, said Matt, and he's like, fuck yeah. And I think mm-hmm. for me, a this lot of it has stacked. to do with the 80s, like, kind of hair metal soundtrack that it has. Yeah. So that does it for me as well as just kind of like the... I don't know, I like the... The racing and and the and the main yeah. bad, the main bad guy is a little cheesy. I mean, he's your oh, typical eighties like, bad, bad guy, guy. Yeah. like Billy Zabko. Billy Zabko. Yeah, Billy he's Zabko. your Billy Zabko. He's, I mean, he's, I mean, he's no Billy Zabko, but you know, he's he kind of follows in that same vein. Randy um, Quaid's in it. Yeah, Randy Quaid is. Oh, that's in it. right. Sherilyn right. Finn's in yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's quite the. It's a stacked cast. It's I like mean, it. it's. I don't know. It's. I mean, certainly I recognize that it's no, you know, like, Oscar-worthy movie, but it's just one of those ones that, like... It's a guilty pleasure. Yeah, exactly. Well, and it's of your youth, he, so you're going to look back on it. Right. I mean, and I'm trying to think, like, when you say guilty pleasure, like... Well, what are, like, some from, like, the early 90s that we'd always watch, like, that, you know, that we look, like, back pretty fondly on, like, that probably aren't looked at, like... Well, it's all well, relative, these aren't like it's all masterpieces. relative to your time. So, like, you know, since I'm a little bit older, since, the, you know, like, I I watched those movies when I was younger, where maybe, you know, you wouldn't have been old enough to watch them. Like, like Blank Check. Yeah, see, oh, that's... That. Okay. <laughs> see, well, and I've seen that. Right, you, you're good. just going to start naming uh, movies in the Alpine Crest Video Library. <laughs> yeah. 
It was basically movies that were remakes of classic TV shows. Yeah. Like Little Rascals, Beverly Hillbillies. Beaver, Hillbillies. Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> Little Rascals. Wow, Dennis the Menace. They were really on a roll there in the early 90s yeah, they with those movies. Those old TV shows. We get mad about remakes now. Yeah. yeah. They were bad then, they, too. They've always been around. Yeah, I mean, of course, it, of course. Well, I guess I should say always. Not in the forties. Well, right, because <laughs> there was original stuff back then. Um, Gone with the wind. But we kind of got off a little we bit did. of topic. What, Tyler? What was your? Did you come up with a your worst movie? No, no, it's not he's Willow. He's at the room. But. Oh, that's he right. He's at the room. room. That's right. But it's also my favorite movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. <laughs> by the way, that movie was on my Netflix. I've always been impressed by Netflix's like recommendations for me, like because I took the time to actually go through and rate. Every movie I've seen. Yeah. And then go through and fill out my taste profile. Like, how oh, wow. interested are you in these genres or whatever? It's pretty exhaustive. Like, they cover everything. So I went through when I got a Netflix account. I, I filled out everything. I spent like two days filling out everything. So, like, all the recommendations they give me are spot on. Like, even movies that I think I'm not that interested in, mm-hmm. it'll give me like a four and a half star recommendation. Yeah. I watch it. Love it. And I'm like, how did you know Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> you know me so well. It knows so well, but I remember The Room, when The Room got put on Netflix, it recommended it to me at five stars. Wow. Mm-hmm. Gave perfect rate. It was like, Craig, you're going to love this movie. <laughs> like, I'd already seen it, but I was like, I just thought it was funny that right out of the gate, there was like, this is going to be your favorite movie. <laughs> My pretty funny. Favorite thing about that movie, though, is like, have y'all all seen it? I've seen, I, yeah, I've I've seen, seen it. I have seen it. Um, you can like, there's, talk about it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, there's like there's a multiple one. sex scenes in this yeah. movie, and they're like shittily done. Yeah. But what's great about it is like early on in the movie, you have this sex scene. It's like really uncomfortable, and then later there's a sex scene, and it's the exact same sex scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they just recycled yeah. it. <laughs> Speaking on that real quick, I watched the movie uh, Hitman, the the, I haven't seen it, the video game movie, yeah, and it was so weird because I had just gotten done watching the show Dark Angel, where oh my god, <laughs> what the, year was this? <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> two thousand seven maybe. Anyway, I watched Dark Angel, and what was you know different about those people is they had barcodes on the back of their neck. Same with you know the agents from the Hitman show. So I'm watching the beginning of Hitman. It's showing footage that that was shot for the movie. And then all of a sudden, for like 30 seconds, it cuts to footage from Dark Angel. And I'm like, really? They couldn't have shot all this other footage? But at first, I wasn't sure. I was like, maybe they really did shoot more footage. But I was like, that looks so eerily like stuff from Dark Angel. Got all the way to the end of the movie, rolling through the credits. Sure enough, they thanked Dark Angel for footage. And I'm like, we, we, we couldn't have come up with, like, I mean, Fox owns both of them. I guess that was the thing. Yeah. You couldn't come up with more footage and just put, like, you know, barcode tattoos on the back of people's heads. But It's physically impossible. It's physically impossible. So they had to borrow from a not-so-great TV show. No. Going back to the room. Yeah, that movie's that movie's amazing. Cause that, I mean, you know, you know what that movie reads like? It reads like a movie that took, like, ten years to film. And he's just like, every six months, he was like, let's knock out this scene. Yeah. Because <laughs> everything, every scene is so radically different from the scene before it. Mm-hmm. Like the lighting and the audio and the yeah. people in it and everything. There's, I mean, it's... But so you, but uh, you've said you, Tyler, you've said that you, you hate it, but you also love it at the same time. Yes. And you've said you No, I, no, he love. I think you love it, but recognize it as a terrible movie. Okay. Right. Just like you, have, which you have to. I mean, it's an objective. Okay. It's Just like me movie. with Troll 2. I know that it's awful, but it's it's great. Right, right, right. 
I just was trying to clarify. Just like you with Super Mario Brothers. No, You're like, it's no, no, so no. bad, but it's great. Nope. <laughs> I will deny that till the day I die. You know, Super Mario Brothers was also in the Alpine Crest Video Library. I don't remember ever seeing they it. They didn't pull it out very often. I'm surprised you never saw it, though. I never saw it. Um, I, we I, I remember watching it. it at least twice there. What, what is the Alpine Crest Video Library? Oh, Alpine Crest is the elementary school we went to. Oh, oh okay. And they they had like 12 movies. Oh, okay. That if you went there, because we, of course, went there from you know k through five so yeah. like in aftercare and summer care are the times when you would watch movies because mm-hmm. obviously regular school you wouldn't watch movies but so any of us that spent a lot of time at school because our parents worked all the time we got to watch the same like 12 movies right over and over and over and over and over i've seen huck and finn like Milo 17 and times fucking Milo Milo and Otis. <laughs> And it was like every day they would always give us a choice. Homeward bound. And they yeah. would be like, there'd always be a choice. You want to watch Beverly Hillbillies or Little Rascals? And we're just like, well, we watched both of those last week. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with Little Rascals, I guess. Yeah, I wonder how many times we saw that movie. Seriously. There. Gosh. That's all I associate it with. If I see anything about it, I'm just like. And Alpine. the best part about all these movies is we never finished them. No. So yeah. I've seen the first like 45 minutes <laughs> yeah. of all these movies. 150 times. I've seen the end maybe once. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how any of these movies That's end. That's how school movies always. Like, yeah. you know, yeah, that's kind of Never stuff. watched the end of it. I remember being in, in middle school, and whenever our chorus teacher wasn't there, they would always put on... Fantasia. No, not, it was always oh. Amadeus. We had Fantasia. Oh, Amadeus. Amadeus, which... I had to watch that in... Uh, looking back on it now, that movie was kind high of school filthy. Too. Yeah, like, that's why was I watching movie. that in middle school? So it must have been an edited version, because I don't remember it that well. Right. I just always remember that being the go-to yeah, movie. Yeah, I watched to, like, it. They like, showed that to us in high school in okay. one of the music classes. In our music class, we always watched Fantasia or Peter Pan, the Mary Martin. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Version, which I loved as a kid. <laughs> Where you can see when I was a kid, my at Christmas one year... My grandmother asked my mom, she was like, what does Craig want for Christmas? Like, what should I get Craig for Christmas? I was like super, like, you know, two, three years Peter old. Pan costume. And my mom goes, get him Peter Pan. Like, the Disney Peter Pan. Right. My grandmother shows up with the Mary Martin Broadway <laughs> production of Peter Pan. And my mom goes, what the hell is that? Like, <laughs> he's like three years old. Like, he's not, not going to like that. I fucking loved it. Yeah. I watched the shit out of that movie. Here's another thing that's so bad, it's good. It's It's... Going with what you're saying and going a little bit less with movies, do any of you remember, and again, Kevin, you might have been a little older, so you might have missed it, the um, Ninja Turtles Broadway show (laughs) coming out of our shelves music tour? They were a band. They played Radio City. No. They played on on the marquee of Radio City. Yes. Wow. Yeah. uh, The storyline, oh, it's, you got to YouTube it. Just... All original music. Shredder hates music. That's All the, the storyline. Okay, so I had a soundtrack. Yeah. You had probably had the, the cassette was coming out of our shelves. No, had him with guitar. CD. My or CD. I had the cassette. <laughs> a little noise discipline, Kevin. <laughs> Woke up beans. Jesus. This is what we get for recording in the kitchen. If you were watching this recording, you would think there was an earthquake. Okay, anyway. Okay, so you had the CD. I had the cassette. It was the first CD I ever owned. Was that for that... For that it was like tour. I thought it was like the movie soundtrack, but I guess it was the tour. It's called Coming Out of Our Shelves. Well, I know the song Coming yeah. Out of Our Shelves. Yeah. Okay. And there's like Pizza Powers on there, yeah. Uncle Pizza Power, and um, can't remember what else. The storyline is Shredder just hates music. He he's gonna take music away from the Sorry. world, so the turtles have to save. The, it's getting a little footloosey. Yeah, pretty much. Of course, April's there. Splinter. 
Splinter has his own song. It was a little depressing. I always skipped it on the I, CD. I do remember that. I do remember my CD. I still have it. But anyway, so it's literally the, on the video, they're playing on the outside marquee of Radio City, the Turtles. That's crazy. In their outfits. That's funny. Yeah. YouTube it. It's, it's one of, and the, the best part about, I think what's even funnier than the actual entire show, because the show gets repetitive after a while and it's your normal, like, sort of Broadway, like, show for kids. The there's a making of VHS which I also had, and that's like a complete like mockumentary. Like they're with producers and stuff. I you really, know, really hate when Patrick brags about stuff. Sorry, I what? bragged about having both yeah. VHSs. Oh, okay. I was like, but they, but the, but it has like Donatello backstage. He's like, I'm the producer. You know, I, I that's what I do. I produce things. And then the best part is because the, the, the turtles seem completely high. Like Donatello's just like, oh, we were making music. That's exactly how they sound. What's too. going on? <laughs> I thought you were looking it up. I am looking it up. I'm confused about this too. Yeah, but it's it's so ridiculous that it just needs to be seen more than it needs needs to. Uh, this is literally keep the first time about hearing about this. Yeah, Never coming out of our shells tour because it was capitalizing on the popularity of the right, movies. Of course. Yeah. So what they pushed out like the original, and then they pushed out, like, Secret of the Ooze was, like, within a year. Within a year, yeah. And then the third one didn't come out for, like, another couple of years. No, it was, like, a year later, was another, too. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Well, I hadn't, even, I hadn't even seen the third Turtles until I watched it with Patrick. It was, like, after we got that, the Blu-ray box, yeah. right? We yeah. watched the third yeah, one. Yeah, I'd never it. even seen it. I saw yeah. that in the theater. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I watched the first, I remember seeing the first two in theaters, for sure. Yeah. I had, I mean, I had the VHS of all of them, but the third one's the only one I specifically remember going to the theater to see. Yeah, I only had the second one on VHS. Yeah. I wore the first one out so much. I, I, have I still one. love that. I love that first movie. Oh, it's it's good. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those ones that I, I definitely, I mean, that one holds up for sure. Yeah. Anything else you're finding out? No, there's some quotes here from the VHS. <laughs> there's apparently a point in the show where Shredder goes, does anyone want a New Kids on the Block album? <laughs> and the audience screams, and then he throws it into his music destroyer and says, I hear they're breaking up. <laughs> it's true. It's true. There was a whole segment where he was like, he was like picking on people in the crowd and stuff. He was just, he was being a dick. Yeah. Like Shredder's just being a complete dick. Points for a kid in the audience. What's your name? Peter. Yeah. Is that your sister? Cousin. What's the matter? You couldn't get a date? Shredder's just... Fucking with people in the audience. He's heckling the audience. The worst part, too, is he had this weird effect on his voice, like, as he's talking. Right. It's absurd. Oh, apparently there's a lot of continuity errors. (laughs) (laughs) Really? You don't say. They're exhaustively listed here on the TMNT, or Turtlepedia. Leonardo plays a one-string bass, which would make it impossible for him to play more than one chord. (laughs) (laughs) Overboard's great. Just gonna put that out there. Don't cut this out. <laughs> Just cut that whole. Overboard section. apparently was a remake of an Italian film called Swept Away. Oh yeah. <laughs> what do you think of that movie? Kevin? Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn Oscars. Do it. You know the only movie I've ever fallen asleep in was uh, Nacho Libre. <laughs> that was on the other day. I, I fell asleep in, and I've never gone back to watch it. Like, oh, you're fine. I want to. Lo- I want to no. like it though. Why? Because it's fucking wrestling and Jack Black, yeah. and it seems like I would enjoy it. No. I'd rather watch Turbo, a Power Rangers <laughs> movie. You'd rather watch what? Turbo, a Power Rangers movie? Power Rangers movie. Oh. movie that we 
We already talked talking. about Power Rangers movies. Yeah, Turbo, we've already, the, uh, we've already uh, animated that. Snail movie because that was actually pretty good. What? Oh no, we were supposed Turbo? to talk about. Yeah, we were supposed Turbo. to talk about yeah. least favorite DVD covers. Yeah, oh, yeah let's talk right, about that. That's right. I know mine. I'm just going to get it out of the way because I've already talked about it on the podcast. But it's the Planet of the Apes cover that I saw on Amazon with the Statue of Liberty on it. Oh, what? Yeah. yeah. Right? The gives away. I, I know. Here's the thing. Now, I've never actually. Spoiler. Right. Spoiler, spoiler alert. By the way. I've never actually seen the movie. Mm-hmm. Spaceballs is what gave it away. But someone explained yeah. to me what the joke was from right. the end of Spaceballs. So and, I didn't know. I was like, well, what is this from? If you want to hear my story with my experience with that ending, go listen to podcast episode <laughs> whatever 27 yeah no topic no, three or something okay. i don't know what it was but i don't know how many were anyway i was gonna say the um the interesting thing about planet of the apes was it's it was originally a french novel and the the twist in the french novel it had a twist but it was completely different because obviously you couldn't really do the statue of liberty thing in mm-hmm. a book so the the way it's done in the novel is two astronauts find a message in a bottle in space and they read it and they read this account of like this Taylor's account of him landing on this planet of the apes and everything. Mm -hmm. It's all fucked up. Then at the very end of the book, they start laughing and they go hot as if like a human could actually write this. And you find out that the astronauts are actually apes. Apes. Okay. So that's the twist in the book. Oh, okay. Which is kind of interesting. That they both had like a really effective twist, but completely different. Mm. So I thought it was cool. So the planet wasn't actually Earth in the book. That was totally novel to the okay. movie. Hmm. But yeah, Spaceballs ruined. Not well. I mean, I've never yeah. Seen. It's I fine. It. But I mean, I I do understand that some spoilers, like some endings, have become so ingrained in our culture that like, I mean, nobody who watches The Sixth Sense nowadays that was the one is, is going to appreciate right the. I still freak out every time I see that movie. <laughs> I do not see it coming. Just like I'm still appalled that every time I watch Titanic, it continues to sink. <laughs> this brings up a good point. The 1998 movie awards? Seven? For Titanic, it would have been the 98. Yeah, 98 it awards? came out in 97. So, what was the... What was the, the oh, yeah, me and Patrick were talking the other day. <laughs> And I don't remember how we got on this topic. Me neither. But I looked up the 1998 Movie Awards. <laughs> yeah. MTV Movie Awards. Was it most shocking moment in a movie or something? Please tell me it was Titanic sinking. It was like, all it said was ship sinks. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody seen Titanic 2? Titanic Carter? What? I remember that trailer. The Titanic 2 trailer. <laughs> Does anybody remember the trailer? No. There was a trailer. trailer. That's an asylum movie. We talked about it oh. a weeks ago when I was okay. oh, reading yeah. you all those asylum titles. Oh, that's right. oh they did make a Titanic. That's straight to DVD. Titanic, Titanic two. two. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. But there was a fake trailer years ago, compromised of how like Leo's character Jack survived, and it was compromised of like all his. It was just clips of Leonardo from a bunch of different movies. Oh, okay. Like how he's confused. Like confused well my favorite thing is always like the little like drawing that people have put up of like that he could have fit on that damn piece of whatever they were oh, on right, like yeah. why, why like, a lot of people complain about that well and i mean I, I guess i mean and i definitely get that and that's probably accurate but i mean maybe i'm analyzing this way too much maybe the weight of another 150 160 pound person would have brought it down well when they're initially getting on it they're both trying to get on it and yeah. it kind of like pulls up right and that's them 
like that's it. They're like, oh well, we can't get right. on. Yeah. It. Like, no, no, but seriously, like there's nothing worse than when a director goes out of his way to explain something to the audience, like without actually saying it. Like, right. bros, I don't think I can fit on this door with you. Like, they try it, it fails, and like they move on. You don't need the dialogue, but people will still go in and be like. Why the fuck couldn't you fit on the door? It's just like, <laughs> rewind, take turns. rewind 30 seconds. Or take turns. I mean, she could have been on it for five minutes. He could have been on it for five minutes. He loved her, Kevin. He wanted her to be comfortable. I, I understand that. But if she loved him like he loved her, which is the way the movie portrayed it, then they should have both been switching off. First, it was a different time. Secondly, <laughs> secondly, he was young and foolish. He displayed many times during that movie he probably thought he could survive. Because he had survived on his wits and oh, his strength alone up enough. until that point in the movie. Maybe we're analyzing Titanic too much. No, I don't think we are because I guarantee <laughs> they had this conversation when James Cameron was probably writing it. Actually, I don't know if James Cameron wrote it. I assume he did. I mean, he pretty much he's an mm-hmm. auteur. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. He did. Um, so watch, watch the watch the credits for Avatar. He like produced oh, yeah, it, directed, it, wrote it, right. shot it, yeah. edited it. I mean, it's Stunt ridiculous. Man. Patrick, I Stunt remember man. I remember why we were looking up the ninety eight MTV Movie Awards. It was because I I saw that. That Beck song. Oh, that's right. We were from Life Less Ordinary was nominated for Best Song from a that's movie. That's right. That's right. And I saw that Men in Black won. Will Smith, Men in Black won, as you might expect. So I started scrolling through the other categories in the 1998 MTV Movie Awards and found... This is a bit odd, because some of these categories are... Or some of the nominees were like, why was this nominated? But that's for example, expected. Best Action Sequence. This is from 1997. The movie's released in 1997. Best action sequence. I'll just give you the rundown. T-Rex attacks San Diego, Lost World. (laughs) Bug attacks Fortress, Starship Troopers. Jesus. Motorcycle slash helicopter chase, Tomorrow Never Dies. Ship sinks, Titanic. (laughs) (laughs) I love that some committee had to get together and be like, how should we word this? Just write ship sinks. That'll that'll get the point across. The winner for best action sequence at the 1998 MTV Movie Awards, Speedboat Chase, Face Off. It's pretty good. No, Kevin, what is that? That was supposed to be. It's that was good. supposed to elicit like a yeah. what? Yeah, or that was really? supposed to. No, nope, it got a pretty Kevin good. Kevin throws his hand up like I can't <laughs> argue with that. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty fucking face entertaining. Off. I love pretty Face good. Off. Face Off's great. It's cheesy, but it's great. No, but I love the MTV Movie Awards because there's always like one nominee in each category that just seems totally out of place. Yeah. Best fight, Demi Moore versus Viggo Mortensen, G.I. Jane. <laughs> how, oh, does that, do how does that get nominated for best fight at the MTV <laughs> that, Movie Viggo Awards? Mortensen was really good in that movie. Sure. It was, uh, I, I don't know, I thought that was a pretty, pretty good movie. Anyway, we were uh, Planet of the Apes, mm-hmm. worst cover. Yeah, I, I would say that's the worst I've ever seen. Probably. The the one that really uh, and the reason I even brought it up to begin with, and I remember I, I'm pretty sure I talked about this with with Patrick when it came out. Great movie. It just was so lazy. Up in the air. I don't know if you can picture what was up mm-hmm. in the air with George Clooney. Oh, oh, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was literally just him and the yeah, uh, Vera Farmenga. I can't. I, I could be totally butchering her name. No, they're just true. sitting. It's a pic. It's literally a screenshot. Of them sitting at a bar in one of the scenes yep. with like this blue hue around them, and it's just awful. I think I have a slightly different DVD cover. But oh, okay. I mean, I do have the DVD, and I think it's. But I just was like, this is just like the late, like even some even some movies that like Photoshop. This was a, a big argument about um, the Avengers: Age of Ultron poster. It just looked like 
all of them were photoshopped into like a scene that didn't exist in the movie on the poster. Right. And while while that seems to be kind of careless as well. Tyler, you have one, brother Solomon. No, actually, it's, it's fucking, uh, it infuriates me every time. I it's the see best. It, I used to see it on your shelf all the time, and I was just like, "Oh, what is that?" Because it was like on the end. I yeah. can still see it. <laughs> yeah, it's on the side. Yeah, <laughs> I, just, I had to stare at it all the time. Um, I honestly don't know. Like, I can safely go with any Nicolas Cage movie <laughs> because he's like every cover is just him. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I want to go back real quick to something that Kevin brought up earlier, uh-huh. which was movies sort of from the past, or, for, or maybe it was Patrick that brought it up, the, from the early 90s or whatever that we kind of have a nostalgic feel for. Right, I said that. Uh, aside from, like, the Alpine Crest movies, there's a bunch of movies that I call, like, Saturday afternoon movies because they were, it seemed like they were always on TV when I was a kid on mm-hmm. Saturday afternoons, like on TNT or TBS or USA or whatever. And they're usually, like, action movies. Or, it's, you know, they usually start, like, either Sylvester Stallone or, something, like, I feel like I watch Cliffhanger. You know, like seventeen Saturdays in a row when <laughs> yeah. I was a kid, or like a lot of the like early Michael Bay movies, like Con Air or something. Mm-hmm. Like those were always on TV, right? When I was a kid, I feel like I have those movies memorized. Mm-hmm. And then every now and then I'll see the movie, like on HBO or something. I'll see like the unedited version. I like I watched Con Air with Matt not too long ago on HBO, and I was like, this movie's fucking like filth. Like I mean, th- I mean, this is a fucking horror movie. Yeah. Like, you, you know, you forget when you watch it on TV all the time. Mm-hmm. You completely forget, like, what this movie actually is. But I, remember, it, but the, I remember catching The Matrix on TV once, and when it was, it was so, like, heavily censored, you right. know? I was just, it was like, and, it, and badly, you know, obviously, like, the overdubs are just, like, yeah. so terrible. But I was just like, oh, my gosh, how, how can anyone watch, well, <laughs> watch this? The funny thing about Con Air is, like, I, when I was a kid, like, if it was on TV, I'd watch it. I was like, sure, I can, uh, you know, I'll watch Con Air. And then... When I saw the unedited version with Matt, I was like, this movie's terrible. It's like, it needs the commercials to pace it. Like, I don't know. It's probably more that I'm used to the TV version. Right. But I remember watching it all the way through, and I was just thinking, this movie's really bad. (laughs) But I'm sure if I saw it on TV tomorrow, I'd be like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Our, like, movie collection when I was growing up consisted of sequels of movies. So, like, take the Indiana Jones series. Right. Of course, when I was growing up, there were only three. Right. For whatever reason, we had what a lot of people consider the worst of those three is Temple of Doom. It's, that was the only one we had. That, by the way, that's a Saturday afternoon movie for me. Yeah. I feel like that was on TV all the time. Yeah. And I, I, like, I loved it at first, grew yeah. to hate it because I saw it so many times. Right. And, and that, was the one that, that was the only one that I watched. So I didn't even see uh, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark and Last Crusade for like Because those years. were like never on TV. Yeah. I think it's because those can make money. Like Raiders is considered like one of the better, like mm-hmm. one of the better action movies ever made. Yeah. And so, like, they're not going to give that away on free TV. No. So a lot so, of these movies kind of get protected. Right. So I grew up loving Temple of Doom because of that. Because I just, that was the only one that I watched for so long. Right. Uh, just a, a couple other examples real quick. And there's, there's many I could give, but these just other two stand out a little bit more. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 4, Dream, uh, Dream Masters, for some reason I had that one. And I had seen the other three and then the fifth one because that was another one I kind of grew up with as well. Right. Which probably shouldn't have been watching when I was eight, but that's what my dad let me watch. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, like for whatever reason. So I loved that one. That one was always like my favorite Not Run Elm Street movie. What did you say? Showgirls? I said Showgirls that I watched in, yeah. <laughs> when you were eight? <laughs> when I was eight, even though it came out in like the 90s and I was eight and 88. Um, and then Rocky Four. 
But honestly, like if I've watched all the Rockies now, I realize that Rocky one and two are a little bit more Oscar worthy. Right. But I just love the whole like training montage and the whole Soviet angle. Rocky five, Rocky four is the most Rocky Rocky movie. Yeah. That movie's like a parody of Rocky movies because mm-hmm. it's nothing. There's like four significant montages. <laughs> yeah. Like between like I'm driving through town and I'm angry because Apollo's dead. Right. And then I'm training in Russia. Spoiler, spoiler alert. Apollo, spoiler Apollo alert. Apollo Apollo we'll put a spoiler at the beginning of this episode. I'll tell you what frustrates me about Rocky Four. When I was a kid, okay, I was obsessed with Rocky when I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. I used to watch the first four just on a loop. When I was in middle school. Yeah. That and Rambo. I would go back. Oh, Rambo. Yeah. I, I loved Sylvester Stallone in middle school. Rambo I, was another one. We had Rambo 3, but not the other two. Right. I, I, this, I, don't, I don't know why. Rocky 4, I always loved, when I was a kid, for whatever reason, I always loved the line in the middle of the fight with Drago. When Drago's in his corner and, you know, his, his corner man's talking to him and he says he's like a piece of iron about Rocky. Like, he just won't go down. And I, like, as a kid, for some reason, that line, like, I loved it. But it was in subtitles because he says it in Russian. Mm -hmm. The DVD that I have doesn't include the subtitles (laughs) for the Russian speaking parts. And there's no way to turn them on or anything. And it just, it always infuriated me because that was, like, my favorite part of the movie when I was a little kid. That's weird. It was that one line and it didn't exist in the DVD. Huh. I don't know why. That's weird. Rocky and Rambo are both really interesting series because, of course, they got beat to death. And they eventually became nothing like their original movies. Mm-hmm. But First Blood and Rocky are two fucking perfect movies. Mm-hmm. Like, First Blood is a phenomenal movie. It really touches on some heavy themes, and it's got great action. And Rocky, of course, won Best Picture. Like, Rocky is a legitimately fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. Then everything after that, like, almost ruined the reputation of the first ones because Rambo turned into... Rambo was just like a you know, shell-shocked vet in the first one, and then he turns into, like, a huge action star. Right. And then, like, you know, Rocky turned into, like, this movie series that was known for training montages. (laughs) When in the first one, it's, like, a legitimately fantastic underdog story. I mean, come on. You had uh, Hulk Hogan in the third movie. That's right. (laughs) And Mr. T. Thunderlips. Thunderlips, I know. Yeah. Um, They're not showing that on TV anymore. Yeah, probably not. Probably just cut, edit out the whole first fight or wrestling slash... So I'm not allowed to watch No Holds Barred anymore. Nope. Oh, God. No more replays of No Holds or, Barred? Or Paradise. That what was that? Fucking Trouble, in, Trouble in Paradise? No. No. Danger. Thunder in Paradise. Thunder, Thunder in Paradise? Thunder in Paradise? <laughs> Thunder in Paradise. Is that, okay. Was that ever in syndication? <laughs> Did any TV station ever? I think or, it was only in syndication. Or Hogan. <laughs> no More Hogan Knows Best. Hogan Knows Or Brooke Knows Best. The one season that it got. That, that no, it was, it was only in syndication. This has been the Patcast. Thanks so much for listening. If you've, if you've got any uh, terrible movies that you want to share with us, hit us up on Twitter at the Patcast. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Stay tuned for the Midnight Buffet on Patcast Radio. Radio. Say goodbye, everybody. Patcast Radio. Bye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye.